0: Welcome to the From Daily Podcast, where I give you a little bit of Eric From and some encouragement for your personal growth journey every day. I'm your host, Lacey Delane. And I am super happy to have you guys for another episode of From Daily. Welcome. How are you? I hope you're doing well. Super glad you're here with me. And I'm excited to continue to speak with you today on the theme of consumption, which we have touched on this week. Um, and how it impacts our quality of life. Of course, Eric Fromm um, wrote extensively on this topic, and um, that's something that I'm going to share with you today. Yesterday, we were talking about how compulsive consumption is something that people, uh, he observed people doing, and that people do to fill a void, uh, an emptiness, an inner void that's they're because of an anxiety that they're feeling and a depression. Um, and that this is something uh, that is actually an unconscious. Um, and they they being ones who feel empty uh, in order to fill the void, he fill, they fill themselves up with things, things that come from the outside in order to overcome this feeling of inner emptiness and weakness. Today, he's going to go on to say, Um, something about how society plays a role in this. So it's not just an individual pathology. So I'm going to read to you today from the Essential Frome, which is, of course, a collection of writings by Eric Frome, edited by Rainier Funk. So Frome says, On the other hand, the problem is very closely tied up with the economic structure of modern Western society which is economically based on the reality of complete, absolute, and ever-growing consumption. If you stop and think for just a second about what is the number one priority in business and in life, I would say that this pretty much nails it. The number one thing in our modern Western society is consumption, production because of consumption. Um, Our lives revolve completely around our jobs. Why? Because people have to produce. Why? Because people are driven to consume. It's such a consumer society. Um, So I definitely feel like what he wrote here in the 50s absolutely still applies today, if if it's not more applicable to today. He says, he goes on to say, what the economy needs most of all for its own operation is that people buy, buy, and buy again, since there is otherwise no constantly growing demand for goods that industry can can produce and must produce to an ever-growing degree if it wants to multiply its capital. And therein lies the reason, this is my commentary, not his writing, That we are constantly inundated with ads through social media, through television, um, on our phones, on the internet, wherever we go, uh, we are inundated with ads. And so there's this um, constant demand for goods to be bought because of the industry of production that's constantly going. And as a result of that, there's this constant push that are pushing us, shaping our behavior, pushing us to buy more, buy more, buy more, um, because production and consumption is what rules our modern Western capitalistic society. For that reason, he goes on to state, industry compels people by all means of temptation, of manipulation, to consume more. In the 19th century, it was immoral to buy something for which one did not have the money. In the 20th century, it is considered to be immoral not to buy something for which one does not have the money, since people buy and travel on installment payments. And I bet you there's some statistics out there that are pretty strong in favor of the fact that most Americans have a decent amount of debt, at least, if not a Uh, a heavy amount of debt. So I love that he's pointing this out, that we've gone from, very quickly, we've gone from it being immoral to buy something for which one did not have the money to like, why are you not buying stuff? We know you don't have any money, but you have a credit card. You can owe money to people. That's way better. So we did that super, super fast from the 19th century to the 20th century. Um, And in previous centuries, it was actually immoral and it was disrespectful to others to have a competitive price um, to say, hey, I've got this avocado um, for 30 30 cents less than my competitor. Come buy this avocado from me, which is outrageous for us to think today because that's like how everything runs in our society So, uh, and in our capitalistic economy. So very interesting. By means of an enormously refined advertising mechanism, social media, television, internet, as I'd mentioned before, the economy seduces people. I would even throw in the word manipulates people into buying more and more. I've even heard stories of people who have become minimalists who are like, I remember just going to the store and just buying stuff and I just didn't know Really, why I wanted to buy stuff, or why I was what I was buying it for, I just knew that I went and I was buying, and I think it makes absolutely perfect sense. George Carlin um, joked about uh, you know the U.S. and our affinity for stuff, and we buy storage units to put stuff in. And why? What's the point? We pay all this money to store stuff. I've learned as I've grown. That the more I have, the more I have to manage. And so I really don't like to have a lot of stuff. I try as best as I can, but I'm still fighting this culturally ingrained, uh, you know, instinct um, to buy, buy, buy. And I even feel that uh, even here in my new life in Spain. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more in detail about that on our Friday episode. So he says, people become anxious and alienated by the capitalist system's method of production. Because this system produces larger and larger economic and bureaucratic giants, which the individual person, uh, I'm sorry, because this system produces larger and larger economic and bureaucratic giants vis-a-vis, which the individual person feels small and helpless. It makes them feel small and helpless. It makes them feel like they don't have any impact in the society. Because the individual person can participate less and less actively in the events within society because there is an enormous fear in many social circles of not moving up, of losing the position that one has attained, a fear that's on, that one's own wife and friends will judge them as a failure if they do not reach what others reach. Now, I think this sounds like, nah, well, I don't think that that we're actually doing that. I think if we take a deeper look, I think we can absolutely see this in our daily lives. We're striving to compete with other people unconsciously. We're striving to match up to other people unconsciously, to have as much as this guy or that guy keeping up with the Joneses, you know, that phrase. Um, This is definitely something that I think um, has become more and more important as time has gone by. And I think it's interesting that he says, people become anxious and alienated by the capitalistic system's method of production. So the whole way we do production is actually producing a more anxious and alienated person. And the bureaucratic giants, these corporations who produce the goods that push us and push us and push us to buy those goods of theirs, they're the ones who are separating us from each other. They're the ones who are dividing us and they're pulling us away from each other in a way that keeps us from being able to relate and keeps us kind of like hypnotized to just keep buying stuff. I I watched a video by um, this woman named Kristen who has a YouTube channel traveling with Kristen yesterday and she was talking about her reasoning for moving back abroad again recently and she said that what she noticed about the consumption pattern in the U.S. after having lived abroad for 20 years coming back in 2020 and being there until just recently she said I feel like it's like this ever-changing um you know trick almost that it's like it's it's Valentine's Day and then it's St. Patrick's Day and then it's 4th um, of July and then it's, you know, Halloween and it's all the colors change, but nothing has, all the things that are being sold, the candies, the decorations or whatever, they're just, they're, they're just different colors. It's all the same things. And I was like, wow, that's such a great observation. And I think it fits in well with this episode. Um, From goes on to say, he says, we are dealing with a vicious cycle in reality. The person who becomes anxious in this system consumes, but also the person who is lured to consumption becomes anxious because he becomes a passive person because he always only takes things in because he does not actively experience anything in the world. It may feel like everything's okay, but it's actually We are actually partly depressed because we've become so passive. The more anxious he becomes, the more he must consume. And the more he consumes, the more anxious he becomes. Thus there arises the circle in which man feels all the more powerless as his machines become more powerful. That is, as what he produces becomes more powerful. And he compensates for all this by constant and never-ending consumption. And I like what he's saying here that he says as the machines become more powerful, as what he produces becomes more powerful. I think it's an illustration of how the things that we've created are kind of now taking over. They're kind of now ruling us instead of us ruling us and doing the things that we want to do for us and for our own well Uh, it seems to me that a society of people who just buy stuff because they're anxious and depressed is not a very healthy, not a very thriving, not a very joyful society. And I agree with Fromm in what how he's evaluating this. It definitely seems pretty spot on and really sad, to be honest with you. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's... Um, what I wanted to share with you today about consumerism and how the structure of our society is really um, bringing that to a place where it's more dominant and more has more of an effect on us. So um, before we go, though, as we close, I just want to encourage you um, in this vein of radical acceptance that we've been talking about to this week. I want to invite you to embrace whatever circumstances come your way. And trust that they will ultimately work out in your favor. As I mentioned yesterday, I learned in in therapy that doing so is really like, it's a less resistant way to live life. It's a more peaceful way to live, live life. And it's more satisfying because I don't feel so, I don't feel so worked up about everything that happens or anything that happens. You know, it's learning to trust myself learning that we can trust ourselves our instincts and whatever happens uh and in whatever happens we can trust ourselves and our instincts um and in order to respond to whatever's happening that's out of our control um and of course like we mentioned before it's not something that is easy to do but it makes sense because we are not in control of everything Um, and that can be difficult to accept because our world and our society really is a control obsessed world. We want to be in control of everything, but I want to invite you to watch what happens when you choose to accept whatever circumstances come your way and trust that they will work out in your favor. I know that I feel better whenever I do this. For now, I'll say goodbye. If you want more From content, check out FromDaily.com. That's From with two Ms. F-R-O-M-M-D-A-I-L-Y dot C-O-M. To access our Friday episodes, become a paid subscriber of the From Daily Substack. Paid subscribers have access to our weekly personal growth support group hosted by yours truly, Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern time live, weekly Substack chats, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern are open to free and paid subscribers alike. Let's see each other there. I hope your day brings you lots of new experiences from which to learn and grow and you find the value in them. And regardless of where you are in your journey, I'm proud of you. You're in the process, in the process of growth, and that's what counts. Yeah! I'm Lacey Delane signing off. See you next time on the From Daily Podcast.